Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello. Welcome to Feedback with Earbuds, a podcast recommendation podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Nissenlatt, and I'm the founder of Earbuds Podcast Collective. Earbuds is a weekly email newsletter that sends you a theme and five podcast episodes on that theme. And each week is curated by a different person. Anyone can curate a list. You can learn more and subscribe to the newsletter at earbudspodcastcollective.org. Feedback with Earbuds brings you podcast recommendations, an interview with somebody in the podcast space, tips on podcasting, and so much more. So let's get into it, shall we? Let me take a moment to tell you about this week's earbuds sponsor, Clever.fm. Clever.fm offers podcast listeners a clever way to listen, interact with, and share podcasts. Clever.fm is currently looking for highly engaged podcast superfans to take part in a paid case study. If you're obsessed with listening to and talking about podcasts, they would love to speak with you. If you can fill out a one-minute survey, they'll send you a $5 gift card as a thank you and let you know if you qualify. There will be more information in the show notes of this episode, and you can go to clever.fm for more information about Clever. Hello, Arielle here. I'm still on vacation. You may even hear waves and the sound of the beach in the background of this recording. In fact, let me take a moment to bring you there. But I am still recording this episode while on the go, so please excuse the less-than-stellar but wave-infused audio quality. We'll be back to silence-ish recording sooner or later. I do hope that you've been listening to some great new or new-to-you podcasts lately. Since I've been traveling, I have definitely fallen behind and I have a lot to catch up on. So let's start with this week's episode of Feedback with Earbuds. We are talking about our podcast recommendations for the week. This week brought to us by Newt Shottlecotty. Newt curated a list for us on the theme Precedented Times. So I had Newt on the show to discuss their podcast picks and why they chose this theme. In a moment, we will get to my chat with Newt. After my interview with Newt, we'll tell you about this week's podcast spotlight. Then we've got a quick note about our community section submission process for our newsletter, and then we will close it out for the week. All of that is coming up soon on feedback. Now, let's meet Newt Shottlecotty. Welcome to the show. How are you? I am good. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Newt, it is a pleasure to have you on Feedback with Earbuds. We have been in touch on social media for a while now because you're very involved in the audio drama space. So tell us, what is something that is not in your bio that we should know about you? I love country music. Loud and proud. I love classic country music. It was the music that I was raised on. It's the music that I enjoy playing out as a hobby. And folks know that, you know, I live in Nashville, but there aren't a lot of people of my ilk in country music. So whenever I find a new artist that's sort of going along with my particular vibe, I get really excited because it's just a genre that I really love. Awesome. It's always great to hear about what you're doing when you're not 
doing the thing that you are here to talk with us about, which is podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Got to have that work-life balance. So tell me, how did you first get involved in the podcast space? I know you've been at it for a while and you're pretty young. I started my first audio drama, Inkworm, when I was 15 in my freshman year of high school. I had the idea for a while and, you know, I knew that no one in their right mind would ever let a 15-year-old child be a showrunner or sound designer or voice actor without parental supervision. But the amazing thing about podcasting and audio drama is there's an incredibly low barrier to publication. So I got a bunch of my friends from high school theater together and I taught myself you know, audacity and how to set up an RSS feed, which even just like a couple of years ago back then was so much more complicated. It took me like three hours, but I set everything up and I hit publish. And the next thing I knew, I was just learning about podcasting and networking and getting into this really amazing community that let me grow as an artist and as a creator and as a producer in, you know, ways that I never would have been able to if if not for all the people that I've met and the things that I get to do. If somebody who's listening is interested in getting into the audio drama side of things, where do you recommend starting? Yeah. So if you're looking to, you know, make your own, fiction podcasting is both very, very similar in terms of production at a whole different ballgame, because you are basically attempting to create something that to grossly oversimplify could be called watching TV with your eyes closed. (laughs) So I would just say, start with a great story, something that works well in a sound only format, maybe only works well in a sound only format, and just let your imagination run wild. Because that's something great that we can do in an audio only medium. We don't need to spend thousands of dollars on big budget explosions and special effects, you know? You can just create that in the listener's mind. If you're looking to start listening to audio drama, I was actually a fan in a bunch of audio drama fandoms before I even got started creating. I was there in the trenches. And I would say there are some classics that, you know, everybody recommends, but no one would ever call overrated because they're just that good. You got to at least have a taste of Welcome to Night Vale. Our Fair City and everybody at Heartlife are making some incredible stuff and Our Fair City is just a classic. And then there are a couple of shows that we're going to be talking about today that I would definitely consider must-listens from the old guard. And really just if you ask for one recommendation from someone who's into audio drama, you're going to get a billion because we are (laughs) absolutely spoiled for choice these days with great shows. Absolutely agree with you there. What about people to follow? Who should we be following on Twitter? What blog should we be reading if we want to be kept up with all this? We are very lucky in that we actually have a podcast that can give you some great folks in the industry and some great tips. It's called Radio Drama Revival. It's been through a couple of different hosts over the years, but the team right now is doing a fantastic job. And every episode, they play an episode of an audio drama and they take on the creator. They get to talk about the process, what's going on in the community. It is always been my favorite way to discover new shows because you get that little personal moment of, oh, here's why they did it and here's why it's so cool. But in terms of people that I'm always really happy to see on my timeline, Misha Stanton, they are one of my sound design people that I look up to. They're fantastic. The Archive 81 team just had their show adapted for Netflix and they are giving so much good advice and so much... (laughs) 
<laughs> very relatable sound designer content going on right now. So go follow Dan and Mark. And then obviously Lauren Shippen and Atypical Artists have just been turning out great thing after great thing. They've got a new show out right now called Maxine Miles, and they're doing something very unique with the medium that hasn't really been done before. They're doing a choose your own adventure. So as you know, as a fan and also just as a producer who creates content, I'm super excited to see where that goes. Really an innovative space for sure. Oh yeah. Let's shift gears a bit and talk about this week's theme, which you've curated for us. The theme that you've chosen is Precedented Times. And I would love to know, why did you choose this theme and why did you name it Precedented Times? In these unprecedented times has been a phrase that we've been hearing over and over and over and over again for the past couple of years. It's sort of been cow branded into my brain as somebody who both works and also is getting an education Every single single time I saw an email from the dean of the college, like, in these unprecedented times, I was like, <laughs> I'm paying thousands of dollars to see this over and over and over again. So I figured, you know what, if, you, if, if there's no way to laugh at it, what are you doing? So I decided to do a little bit of a play on that with the title. But um, Precedented Times refers to the fact that this is a list of historical fiction shows in audio drama. The thing about audio drama, unless it's an anthology show, it's really hard to recommend just one specific episode because most shows are at least semi-serialized. So it's always best to start at the beginning unless you know otherwise. So while these are my favorite episodes of the shows that I'm about to get to talk about, it is a good idea to go back and start at the beginning. And I will be trying very hard not to give spoilers. (laughs) Okay. So let's get to this week's theme, precedented times that you've curated for us at Earbuds Podcast Collective. The first episode comes from the podcast Lady Lucy and is called Tower Prison. What is that one about? Yeah, so Lady Lucy is a show that I discovered when I was sort of looking around for shows that weren't really being talked about a lot. And the concept is really great. It's the story of Shakespeare's Dark Lady, which historians uh, will tell you was a Black woman that Shakespeare had contact with and some people maybe even think had a romantic relationship with during the latter years of his creation. And it follows Lucy as she has a little bit of drama in her life and gets into some, you know, political intrigue and adventures. And I really enjoyed it because I'm a Shakespeare nerd. Most of the people (laughs) in my cast for my shows are Shakespeare nerds. It's just a great time. But I didn't even know that, you know, Lucy and Shakespeare's Dark Lady existed and was a thing. And, you know, one awesome thing about indie podcasts is that you will often discover aspects of history or culture that you didn't even know about just because when you learn about Shakespeare in high school or English class, they don't really teach about Lucy. So I really love just getting to see this entirely different aspect of a playwright that I think did some pretty great stuff. And the actress who plays her just does a fantastic job of taking This woman that, you know, like I said, we don't really know anything about and turning her into a fascinating and lovable character and also just creating a show that takes a time period in where we don't really get to see stories of Black women, especially Black women in the arts, and giving a unique perspective that I found really, really well done. I love historical fiction, so I'm very into this. I didn't know that when we were coming here today that this was going to be historical fiction. I'm very excited. Very excited to check these out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The next episode comes from Ars Paradoxica and is called Midnight. What's that one about? This was Misha Stanton's first show that I mentioned earlier. 
And it was one of the shows that really lit a fire under my butt to think about what sound design could do, not just in terms of making really out there and creative stuff, but just pulling a story together. So Aris Paradoxica is the story of Sally Grissom, who is a scientist in 2000XX. We don't know the year. And she accidentally invents time travel and gets transported back to uh, the time of World War II and the creation of the atom bomb. And it sort of follows this very sprawling, I don't think it's incorrect to say epic, of her and a huge cast of characters over the course of the 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s throughout the Cold War. There is political intrigue. There is science. There is conspiracy theories. There is children doing things that children (laughs) should not be doing, but in a really cool way. And I was so impressed because it was, a show that I that ran for several years and I followed throughout the whole time that it manages to take this huge cast of characters and this really sprawling, intricate, complicated plot and make it easy to follow and easy to understand, especially in an audio-only medium. And I would say that, you know, a large chunk of that comes from the fact that it is incredibly well sound designed. I love a good, you know, Cold War mystery. (laughs) And I love some good sound design. I would say that that is definitely up there as one of my top podcasts to get into if you want to start looking at audio drama. Misha Stanton for the win. Yes. Next, the podcast is called Radio Outcast. And the episode is The Stolen Dandy and Five Other Titles. I love the Radio Outcast team, just like on a personal level. They're great. They're some of my favorite people that I've ever gotten to work with. But Radio Outcast is one of the most original concepts I've ever seen in pretty much anything. Um, The premise is that the goddess of sound, Helix, has been kicked out of the pantheon uh, by her terrible ex-girlfriend, and she has been cast to earth and lost all of her powers. So she has to team up with a black cowboy named Jesse and a sort of con man named Charles, and they are traveling throughout the wild, wild west in an attempt to find all of the places where Helix's powers are held, get them back, and get her back into the pantheon. So as you can see, it is a gunslinging, rootin' tootin' cowboy podcast with 80s pop music and just absolutely great character-focused sound design. Like by the end of the episode, you will know exactly who all of these guys are and you will fall in love with at least one of them. Personally, Charles is my boy. (laughs) There's so much wrong with him and I love it. I am a sucker for original concepts just because like, you know, Hollywood sort of has reboot remake itis these days. Yes. And it really highlights one of my favorite things about audio drama, which is that because most of our stuff is independently created by people who don't need to go through big studios or big producers or whatever, the wildest thing that you can come up with, for example, a Wild West adventure with an 80s theme can be made and done, and it's being done really, really well. There's a subsect of podcast listeners who know about this and who are aware of the podcasts that are coming out and who are listening to Radio Drama Revival and who are into it, but more people should know about this. And I really hope that this list exposes the folks who receive our newsletter to these amazing shows with that are incredibly imaginative. If you are looking to hear something or even just like see something in sort of theater of the mind that you've never even thought of before, Audio drama is where you're going to get that. And I am so, so proud to be a part of that community that's doing it. So beautiful. I I love how excited you are about this because I too am very excited about the podcast space. And I used to be kind of like a 
jaded person. I used to work for nonprofits. And if you asked me like what I did, I'd describe it in a way and people would be like, oh, you sound not happy. And I'd be like, correct. (laughs) And now I talk about the podcast space and I'm like always excited about it. People think I am like eternally optimistic, which I'm not, but I'm glad it comes off that way. So I'm with you. (laughs) You remind me at least a lot of Sean Howard, who is the head of Fable and Folly, which is a uh, podcasting collective. And he just has some of the greatest, most optimistic takes on where audio drama is going to go and what audio drama is capable of. You've got that can-do energy. (laughs) I love it. I'm obsessed with it. So funny. Sean is great. Sean, I was just listening to an episode that he was on with Brian Barletta for Sounds Profitable. So that's a plug. Sean got to talk about uh, Flight Path and about Fable and Folly a little bit. So great person in the audio space to know. Next up, the podcast is The Vanishing Act and the episode is The Christmas Goose. What is that one about? So The Vanishing Act is my favorite podcast of all time. I listened to it when season two was coming out and season two is one big extended Christmas special. And I'm Jewish, so the fact that I got through five full episodes of a Christmas special should tell you that not only is this show really, really good, but I really, really (laughs) love it. Um, (laughs) It is fantastic. It is... Oh my gosh, how do I even describe this show? Um, I'm just going to start just pulling from the website description that I have memorized in my brain. It is a globe-trotting farce about a group of people who are all kind of bound together by being, one, objectively nuts, and two, all kind of tied to the mystery of um, Jean-Jacqueline Lamarck, who was a magician several decades before the show begins. He disappeared an entire theater with his vanishing box. And in 1930s Berlin, yes, that 1930s Berlin, (laughs) the story begins with our group of characters slowly coming together over the course of season one to sort of figure out who is this guy, what did he do, and 10 million other mysteries and plot threads that somehow all come together and make sense. Wow. (laughs) I love theater. I'm a theater kid. I am a recovered theater kid. I stick with tech now. I'm the lesbian with the lanyard that holds the whole thing together. (laughs) So this show is like a love letter and a very teasing punch to the face to everybody who loves and enjoys theater, loves and enjoys the craft, making art in general. It's fantastic. I think that it's so cool that again, these crazy high concepts can get made in audio drama, especially with like really slick, good sound design, but also that it can tell like stories that at the heart of this one that really means a lot to me is that people are, you know, can start out kind of bad and having issues and problems and stuff. And often they're defined by their circumstances. But when you have a community of people who care about you and support you and are growing and changing together, people can change. People can become really good. And, you know, theater is a community and it's a community that has its ups and downs and showmances and drama. Lots of drama. There's a reason they call us drama. (laughs) But it just felt like it's newt bait. That's the term the kids are using these days. Your first name and then bait for like a property or like a show that was you feel was specifically made with all the boxes that need to be checked for you to be utterly obsessed with it. This is mine. This is mine. I'm so excited. I <laughs> I love that. I am sort of in the know of some of the cool things that the team is going to be doing next. And all I can say is go follow these people, please. They're going to make some awesome stuff. Now I'm going to start figuring out what my bait is. That's all I'm going to be thinking about. The last episode of this week's theme, which is Precedented Times, comes from the podcast Within the Wires and is called 
Tate Modern 1971. What's that about? Yeah, so Within the Wires is a show from Night Vale Presents, which is the collective of people who make Welcome to Night Vale. It's by one half of the writing team, Jeffrey Craner. And season two of Within the Wires is my favorite. It's sort of kind of an anthology show. Each season follows a different story and has a different framing device, but they're all sort of set in the same universe. It's an alternate history post-World War One, in which World War One went completely completely differently and created an entirely different society from what we know now. And what's so engaging about the show is that they never just give you a straight up lore dump. You're always piecing things together of what happened at this period of time and what happened with the, in this part of the world over the course of all of these seasons. So for someone, you know, like me who really likes to be like drip fed clues about like a world to like piece it all together. I love that. And my personal favorite season of the show is season two, which takes um, the form of audio tapes for an audio tour of multiple museums over time and throughout this, you know, strange new world focused on um, one artist, Claudia Atierno, and narrated by her close personal friend, maybe once was more, but they, you know, maybe had a falling out. We don't really know. We learn over the course of the season. And one thing about audio is that it is really tricky when you want to convey visual information or when you want to use a framing device. For a really long time, in the beginning of when audio drama was sort of starting to have its people and its big shows and its format and its ideas kind of codified, a really popular technique for creating your show was to have a framing device and then to have that framing device be like audio logs or a narrated diary or a journal or a radio show or something like that. So it's really interesting to see, you know, sort of that format taking the place of audio tour tapes for art museums done in a way that not only perfectly fits the story it's trying to tell, but it is updated in a really fresh and unique way. Because that's one of my favorite things about audio drama. Everybody is always trying something new and crazy or going back and like taking an old format and putting a huge twist on it. And this is one of my favorite examples like of that twist. Because with a framing device and with this kind of format, you get a great example of unreliable narrators. And this narrator is very unreliable and it just adds to the mystery. It's really excellent. Love that. Thank you so much for sharing your podcast picks with us for this week's theme. I'm very excited to dive into them and for folks to explore the audio drama world. What do you hope people take away from these podcast picks? I hope they take away that audio drama really has something for everyone, no matter if you're into horror or comedies or rom-coms or adventure or mystery or historical fiction. There is a genre and a show and a concept for you, and there will always be something new and exciting to discover. You really got to keep an eye on the space. Also, we're so welcoming of crazy, out there, interesting, high concept ideas. If you have an idea for a show, come get started. Come join us. We would be delighted to have you and see what you're going to create. Newt Shadalkadi, thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Feedback with Earbuds. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you to Newt for joining me in the virtual earbud studio powered by Squadcast.fm to chat about their podcast picks on precedented times. Newt's podcast picks will be listed in the show notes of this episode and are available in newsletter form at earbudspodcastcollective.org. Do you want to be our next earbuds curator? 
Anyone can curate a list for us. You can find a link to the application form in our newsletter. Next up, it is spotlight time. In addition to our weekly five podcast picks, we also spotlight a podcast at the bottom of our newsletter. Podcasters, you can have your podcast spotlight in this section. We have an application link in the show notes of this episode for you to get your podcast highlighted to all of our newsletter subscribers and here on the podcast. This week, we're spotlighting the podcast I Go With I Go. The I Go With I Go podcast is a safe space to own your journey. On this podcast, host Igo Ikakati interviews guests with firsthand experience in studying abroad and seasoned personalities excelling in the workforce. Each episode brings entertaining, informative, and honest discussions with international students from around the world. And special edition episodes feature individuals who are changemakers in society. You can listen to I Go With I Go wherever you get your podcasts. Now for a quick note on community at Earbuds. We have a new community submission form. You can share news and events with us and we'll consider it for the newsletter. The new form will be linked in the show notes of this episode and it is in every newsletter. To check out what kinds of events we're likely to feature, head to our newsletter archive, which is available on the website. Again, we would love to hear from you about any community news that you have. Has your podcast hit an amazing download milestone? Did you get a guest that you've been trying to get for a really long time? Maybe you're putting on a live performance of your podcast and you want to get some more eyes on it so that more people can come to the show. We would love to hear about all things like that, and we will have the link in the show notes where you can submit all of your community information. That's it for this week of Feedback with Earbuds. Thank you for listening to the sounds of the ocean behind me. We are back next week with more podcast recommendations, and I hope you enjoy a new podcast this week. Feedback with Earbuds is written by me, Ariel Nissenblatt. It's mixed and designed by Daniel Turek, the best in the game. Learn more about Daniel at his website, robotslap.com. The newsletter is edited by the amazing Abby Kleonsky. Until next week, stay safe and happy listening. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.